Turn with me to Mark's Gospel, the ninth chapter. We'll be reading a little bit there today. I think we live in a time that I know everybody agrees. We live in a time today, man. We need we need church today. We need we need God today more than anything. Our younger generation they need God today. I was sitting home uh, about a week ago, I guess it was, and I was sitting there by myself, and I was, had my gospel music playing as I always do. A lot of time I'm there at the house, and this song I think Jason Crabb sings. You can't do that anymore. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that or not. Amen. It talks about, you know, I used to, I remember when he used to go to school and pledge allegiance, you know, on the flag and do that. But, you know, he said, you can't do that anymore about riding a bike down the road. And it's such a good song, you know. And right at the end, of it, a little girl comes on there and said, said, why can't we do that anymore? And it's because, you know, we've let Satan, you know, we've not bound him down like we should. Amen. I believe today we have authority to bind him today. I don't know if y'all believe that or not, but we do have the authority to bind him down today in the name of Jesus Christ today. And we're going to fight him until the day that we leave here. I believe that very much so, but we can be victorious today. You can too today. Young people today, you have a, you have a future today in Jesus Christ today very much so. I know the seems like everything is crazy in the world today, but it's still, it's still everything's all right with Jesus Christ today. I believe that very much so today. And I want to uh, read a story to the Bible. I've used it many times in the Bible, but I think it's time, you know, that we, in the time that we're living in today, that we need to kind of examine ourselves where we're at as a Christian, my personal opinion. Because, you know, we face things today like we never faced before. I think most of you agree with that. We got challenges today we've never, you know, had the challenge before. And but we have the same God today that got the answers that, you know, today for every problem that we will ever face today. We have an answer today through Jesus Christ. And I believe that very much so. Uh, I, you know, most of you know, has been here a very long time. No, I've been here a long time. Like, you know, 30-something, three years has been a long time. Amen. <laughs> and I don't know if some of you, though, that was here when I came here. I probably look a little different than I do, did, do, did 30 years ago. Amen? Amen. I've grown a little bit. <laughs> I've got gray-headed. And, you know, I had black hair, real dark brown hair, and I came here. You can see pictures of that. Some of you don't believe that, but that's true. I got around a lot better then than I do now. Uh, things just changed over 33 years of my body. But what would have happened if you thought if if it, you know what would you think about it if it never if it didn't change? I was still the same physical shape I was then. You think, well, something's wrong with him. Amen. I would, but wouldn't you? If I still had the you know colored hair and still could get around like I used to and this and that, somebody say, boy, he's got problems. I mean, that's just common. We say, you know, something something ain't right. Amen. Amen. I just think the same of y'all. You know, some of you old ones like. Uh, Brother Mike, you know me, he's about the same age, and if he hadn't changed in 30 years, there's something he got problems. You know, just think about it for just a moment. And once you look back on your Christian life for just a little bit and think about, you know, and you're the only one that can really examine yourself on this, have I changed that much in the last 15 years? That's a question you need to ask yourself. You know what? You still want to get with this? 
have I changed that much? You know, physically our body changes. We grow in each and every day. We grow older. I think spiritually, my personal opinion, we should change a little bit over the so many years. His spiritual body needs to grow. Amen. And if it didn't, we might have problems. Amen. Amen. Come on. We might have problems if it didn't change. And today, our churches, I've listened to that song, you know, you know, why can't we do that anymore? And I got to thinking about, and I sat there in a the chair and I was getting to think about a lot of things and kind of got sad because a lot of things changed, but it's not been for the better. Amen. This song I listened to, you know, you used to, you know, I remember, you know, we used to ride our bikes, you know, down the road and be gone all day. Your parents didn't know where you was at, you know, and they wouldn't worry about you. And now you don't let them out of the yard. Amen. Amen. Because things has changed. But our churches has kind of changed a little bit. Amen. That's in my opinion. And it seems like in the last so many years that we, and to me, and I say this, and it's in my opinion, we have kind of wanted to control more of our churches than we used to. And I'm just man, man wise, and stay with me for just a moment. We don't, and I think, you know, to a good pant, that may be all right, but one place that ain't all right, we need to let God Amen. control our churches today. Amen. We need to follow his guidelines today more than we ever have. And it's like, you know, we, we, we've, you know, we've, we talked about this many times before and uh, this and that all the time. We today seem like today want the attention more on us than we do what's really important. That's Jesus Christ. My personal opinion. We today want to come up with the, you know, we want people today to come up and say, boy, that's one of the best sermons I ever heard. He really had that thing outlined, this and that. And you know, y'all ain't going to get no outline from me, so y'all just have luck on that. But uh, that was the best I've ever heard. But, you know, Jesus ain't changed any. Some of his messages I look in the Bible, and, man, they were pretty simple. And, man, we're still talking about them today. Not because they was outlined perfect, because they had power behind them. And that's what we need today. We need power behind our scripture, or behind our message today. Not just man-made power, but the spiritual power that comes from above. Because our people today, or young people especially today, are fighting things like they never fought before. And if they can't come to church and find the answers for what they're looking for, where are they going to go? Think about it for just a moment. Where are they going to go? They can't find the answer in their churches today. And their churches have changed. You know, we, we come to church. To do, a lot of time people come to church and they leave the church. And we, we, we leave the same way that we came. And that, that, shouldn't be, that shouldn't be right. That shouldn't be right because there ought to be a feeling in this side of this building here like you can't find, you know, I said I can't find anywhere else. That may not be true, but that you come together in a, in a, in a group of people today that we got one thing upon our mind, and that is Jesus Christ. We just want, we want to not worry about, you know, how we worship, you know. We don't worry about how we acted when we were at a ball game. Can you say amen to that? You don't care who sees you then, you know. You heard me say one time, you know, I wish I, wish I could put a, you know, I wish I could make a, put a picture in your mind and put a, a striped shirt on Satan. I, I could think y'all could call him a few things. <laughs> Come on. I was sitting up here, people call, the people that wear the striped things, everything, you know, that's like, man, why would you say that? 
I was at a ball game, you know, and I ain't going to say this. I was sitting there, and I had the fan sitting behind me, and he called the referee the, uh, it wasn't a good name. He called me idiot. I know I shouldn't say that. And that referee turned around, and, he, and I thought, man, I'll help you carry him out. He shouldn't do that. Amen. And he turned back around, and he went back, and one of the game that's out, you know, and it went two or three overtimes. And the referee, I was sitting there in kind of front, and this happened this year, and, and he came over, and I don't know, doing timeout, and he said something, and, and he said, yeah, and he talked talking to me, and he said, I heard somebody over here call me an idiot, but he said, I'm not that bad of a guy. He said, I'm trying to do my best, and I'm trying to let the players decide this game, this and that. I said, I know. I know. But Why? We get so carried away that something really don't amount to a hill of beans. And we come to church and we say, I just can't get excited about Jesus Christ. That's right. The one that hung on the cross for you. Amen. I can't get excited about him. That one that stood there one, one day and he overcame the grave and he said, I put my opinion and put shut the keys to heaven and to hell. He said, I'm victorious. We cannot get excited about it. I don't say you had to jump pews and do this and that, but we can't even come and worship him today like we should as a church. Do you know what I'm talking about? Our church is a chain. We've taken our focus up off only really what matters. And we put them on things that don't make the hill of beans about nothing. Do you see? Can you say, man? I mean, you know, I say, well, I go to many ball games. Anybody does, I enjoy them. But when I leave, you know, to me, it's just, it's just something for kids to do. And most of the time, I say this, and I get out of this part here. Most of the time, the kids acting crazy. It's one sitting in the stands acting crazy. I better get back in the Bible. I'm going to get in trouble there, man. Thank you. <laughs> but we change our focus on what's all about. Our churches has changed. Think about it. And we've got people right here, right now, that sound my voice. You may not know it, but they're facing things that they're having trouble with. And we need to be seeking God right now instead of thinking about anything else. Amen. Think about it. We read this story here that this in the Bible, the ninth chapter of the book of Mark. It said it when the 14th verse. And when he came to his disciples, he said unto the multitude, or he saw a great multitude about them, and the scribes questioned them. And straightway all the people were they behold him, were greatly amazed, and run to him, salute him, and to greet him. He asked the scribe, he said, What question was these? And one of the multitudes answered, and said, Master, I have, I have brought to you to thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. Where, and he said, Whenever uh, and wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, he foameth, he guardeth his teeth, he pineth away. And I speak to the disciples, and they could not cast him out. And they could, uh, they, that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he said, and he answered and he said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you to bring him unto me? And they brought him unto they brought him unto him, and when they saw him, straightway the spirit teareth him, he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since that come unto him? 
And he says, as a child, let me stop her for just a moment. Picture this in your mind for just a moment. They brought in this young man brought the, or man brought this his child to to this uh, scribe you know to these leaders of the church and he said you know and and before this you can find a little bit before this in in, uh, in the Bible that Jesus told him to go out and he said cast out demons do all these things you know and and when they finally come they didn't do it they couldn't do it and Jesus actually said how long has he been this away he said been this way a long time he said as a child he's been this away. And I know when I'm kind of scattered just a little bit on some of this thing. I mentioned a while ago about physically changing. We, I've changed many, our, our very much since I've been here. But, I, you know, and I want you to look at yourself, you know, and say, you know, I've been coming to church for 15 years. If I, if I, have I changed spiritually like I should have changed in the last 15 years? That's a question you've got to ask yourself. Have I, have I changed? Or I'm just coming just to be in the crowd. Hey, man, come on. Am I just coming to just join the crowd and say I've been to church, you know, and this and that? you got to remember, we have a Savior that Jesus Christ died for us. He saved us for a purpose. I believe I was for His purpose. I know that. But He saved us, you know, not for just us just to load the wagon, just get on the wagon, just ride a free ride. He wants us to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to spread the gospel. Anyway, let me get back to this. He brought him to his ch- the people, the scribe that could not cast him out. And he said, how long have you been this away? He says, he's been a child. Since he's been a child. And one thing I want to bring across to you here just very briefly, I want to us to realize, you know, that we as God's people today, we have got to change each and every day. Spiritually grow like we should each and every day. And I'll, show you, I'll tell you how to do that just a little bit. But he brought him there and they could not cast him out. And I think today, and I will get back to the churches today. What are we coming to church for? Think about it. What are we coming to church for? I'm coming to see so-and-so. This I ain't seen him in a week. I want to see him. I know there'll be a church. I won't see him. You know, that's some of us we may be doing that. I'm just coming, you know, because I don't want somebody to talk about me. Say, well, they was in church and... I come to church for one reason this morning, and that's to see and worship my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when you get to judgment day, you're not going to stand with me. You're going to stand with not with the brothers, one sister, your husband, your wife. You're going to stand with somebody or with not somebody. You're going to stand with Jesus Christ, or if you ain't got Jesus Christ, you ain't got nothing. Let me put this in a nutshell. If you don't got Jesus Christ, you ain't got a chaman's chance. I know that's pretty good. <laughs> you ain't got a chance. Because the Bible says they but one way to heaven, that's through Jesus Christ. But we come and we get to start, we just start thinking about all he's done for us. And we, can, so we, we tell this quite often, you know, we, we, we have somebody we fight against, and that's Satan each and every day. Satan, you know, and why do we play so much with him? Just think about it for just a moment. Why do we just stand so close to the fence with him during the week? When he don't care one thing about us, all he's trying to do is to destroy us, but we don't have enough gumption in us to say, really, I don't need to be here. I don't need to be going where I'm going. I don't need to be talking the way I'm talking. What are you doing that for? Because you're standing too close to the fence and you're listening to the other side. Come on. 
I know this ain't popular preaching today, but we got to realize today we got a we got a war on our hands, and that's between us and Satan. We got a war on our hands. These young people that's here this morning, they're fighting things like they never fought before. Satan putting things in their minds like he's never put in their minds before. Satan has tools today like he's never had before. And they're just a click away from Satan getting into their minds and starting to destroy them. And he brought this, this man and his child. He was mentally disabled, you know, and he was wouldn't at himself and he brought him to church and really the church was supposed to be able to cast this person out if you read back in the scripture because he cries, Tom said, y'all go cast out demons, y'all do these things. And they brought him and they couldn't do it. Why is people going to church today and leaving the same way they came? Why is that happening? Because we took one thing out and that's the main thing, that's Jesus Christ. We took him off. We took him off. We got today, we, we today in our church world today, we got preachers today that won't stand up and preach against things that will destroy you today. Why? Because it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Why? Because it's, this sin has creeped into our homes today, into the church homes today, and we don't want to hurt their feelings anymore. Stay with me. He cast this to me. He said, oh, you've been, you've been a, long, a long time. One question here. How long have you been fighting the same old thing you're fighting today? And you shouldn't have to be fighting it because you got the answer right here. But you won't seek it like you should. Why? Because you want to turn loose of this thing that you're holding on to. Come on, shut me down now, people. I want to live. I want to, I want to enjoy my life. Is what people are saying. Some of us say you can't enjoy life being a true Christian. Yes, you can. You can have a peace of mind today. You can have joy today. He's been this way a long time. And Christ has been around for a little while. Why is he still this way? We come today, changes in today's time. I'll get out here just a minute. Why today, if people today can't get victories over the battles that they're facing today, it's not because Christ don't have the answer. It's not because the church of the God's changed. It's because we changed. And we don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit like we used to. Amen. Amen. We don't have the altar services like we used to have. That when people and moms and dads and grandpas come and pray for their children, you know, this and that, you know. Come on. Come on. I wish today the parents would fight for their children at the church today like they fight for them on the ball court. Amen. Don't shut me down. He's been away a long time. And then... He told me, he said, you know, he cast himself in the fire and he'd do this thing, you know, in the fire. He said, destroy him. He said, or, uh, let me get, catch you just sit here. He said, he did this, you know, he done this. He did it over. He said, cast himself in the fire. He'd do this over and over. He never did learn. He never did learn. He'd get burnt. 
He'd almost drown and he'd do it again. He kept on. And this question, say this question, Dad, to say this, why do we always face the same thing that we're battling today? Why did we face it last year? We're still facing it today. Think about it. The thing that's trying to destroy you, why are you still? Come on. Okay. And Jesus said, I already said, we got this in the 22nd verse. Oftentimes he catches himself in the fire, oftentimes, destroys himself. And he said, If I could do anything, have compassion on us and help us. He told Christ, If you can do anything, help us. I'm going to say this to say, say that to say this. I don't know this man's, I don't know, just read the story about him. It's about all he talked about the dad. But he told Jesus, if you can do anything, have compassion on us, help us. Why would you ask Jesus if he could do anything? Anybody, anybody got what I'm trying to say yet? Because in somewhere he says, I can, if man thinks are impossible, but God all things are possible. He should have said, you know, Lord, I know you can do all things. I know that. I'm just turning over to you. Maybe what he should have said. He might say, what I'm to say for just a moment. He said, he said, if you could do anything, if I could do anything, my God can do anything. My Savior can do anything. He said, if he said, if I could believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And I'm here this morning. We start calling some of this down here. We serve a God. We serve Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the Hebrews, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. He does not change. And the Bible says here, he's in the straight with the father of the child, cried out and said with tears, he said, Lord, I believe. I believe who you are. He said, I need some help today. That is the one of the hardest things for a church person to say, I need help. Amen. Stay with me. He said, do you have help? And he got to a point here and he, he, he turned to Jesus and he said, you know, I brought him to church and they could not do anything. But I do know who you are. That's why we got to preach today Jesus Christ, him crucified, him put in the grave, but him raised again, him victorious because he can do anything today. He is victorious over any problem you young people today are facing today. He can help you through any situation today. I believe that. He said, and he said and the father began to cry and he said, Lord, help me. Help me today. I wonder today if some of us as Christian people could just cry that out in our spirit today and said, Lord, I need help today. I'm not doing, I'm not being an example to my child like I need to be. I'm not bringing, I'm not, I'm not worshiping God. I'm not having him in the house like I need to have. Don't shut me down, people. Let me tell you something today. We today, if we don't stand up today to Satan day, he's going to take us, he's going to chew us up, he's going to spit us out today. But I'm here today to tell you right now, February the 5th in 2021 here at Old Grove I declare today that we today say Lord help my unbelief today I know you can do all things I know today I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me I'm fighting today for our children today I'm fighting for our country today why because today we have a savior today his name is Jesus Christ he's coming back one of these days to get those that believes in him today Help my unbelief. 
Help my unbelief. And we know the rest of the story. He come and took the young man. Something the church couldn't do. Something even the father couldn't do. And I'm going to sit this a little bit further. Something even maybe the preacher and the church leaders couldn't do. But Jesus Christ can do it. Amen. Jesus Christ can do it. We today seem like we want to do it in her name, but we've got to do it in Jesus' name today. He took him by the hand. He told that spirit, that spirit that lived with him forever a long time. He told him, he said, he said to him, Christ did. He said, thou dumb and dumb spirit. He said, I charge thee to come out of him and enter him no more. That's all he said. And when I said that to say this, that's just a small few words, amen? But look how much power it had. Why? Because Jesus Christ believed in what he said. If you believe today in Jesus Christ, what he said, look how much power you might have today. We reward that you could have today. He cast this, this, this spirit out of him. The spirit had to, had, to, had to go away because it was Jesus speaking. The Bible says even the demons begin to tremble at the name of Jesus Christ. I know today you may not be a shouting right now. But I want to tell you something today. We better start taking this more serious than what we're taking it. Come on now. We better take it more serious than we're taking it. Amen. I just better not say that. Amen. I'm going to ask the Lord and them to come back if they will. I'm going to ask John to come back if he will. I'm glad to have John daughter with us today, she wants to come back too. Y'all going to sing again if you don't know it. I'm going to use y'all. You want to come and sing with them? I ain't putting you on the spot or nothing. Oh, my hope. They sung a song a while ago. And do you young people listen to me? This is where all your hope is at today. It's in Jesus Christ. You've heard me preach a little bit this morning. It seemed like I failed doing this. I wish you young, you older people, you church people would examine yourself and say, you know, have I really spiritually grown like I should have grown in the last five, ten years? If not, you may need to come to the altar and pray. You say, well, people think about me. Who cares? You don't care what people are in a ball game. But he says, he asked, he said, how long have you been this way? And that man said, he'd been this way since he was a child. But as I sing a song here in just a moment, we'll open this altar up. We're going to declare in Jesus' name. I don't care if we, all, we have 50 people come. We're going to claim the COVID ain't going to come up here. We're going to pray today. Why? Because somebody needs to pray today. I believe that. You may come for, didn't think you needed, but you begin, the Spirit began to move on and said, you know, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. This is serious business. And we're taking it so lightly today. You look to the Bible and everything and you can about read is about taking place. Rapture ain't far off. My opinion. And when it happens, I want everyone here to leave. You didn't hear me. I want everyone here to leave 
and not be left back here. Every young person, I want you to be gone to a place called heaven. It won't be bad. But the very last is I told you what's going to have to change things. After he done all this, the disciples came to him and he said, why couldn't we do that? I'm going to put this in my own version. Because Christ said, you ain't been working hard enough. You didn't take it seriously what I told you to do. You didn't take it seriously. You're not being the father you need to be. You're not being the wife you need to be. You're not being the person you need to be. You come to church for all the wrong reason. You do not lift the name of Jesus Christ. Let's stand together. They're going to start singing this song, John Will. All my hopes in Jesus Christ. I've been this altar's open right now. If you want to come, come on. I feel far from Come on, church. You pray, come on. I've been down. So start coming, come on. Are you being the person you need to be? Anybody else? Come on. If all your hope is not in Jesus, you need to come this morning. If you don't know him, you need to come. Anybody else? You got time? Come on. Yesterday's gone. Anybody else? Come on. That's all right. Come on. Come on. They're still coming. Don't listen to Satan. Listen to God. This morning, let the Spirit move. I'm no stranger to the prison. It's still filling up. Anybody else? Anybody else? Still coming. They're still coming. I've been free and forgiven. They're still coming. They're still coming. Thank you, Jesus. I'll never be. We're not going to be the same. Anybody else? Satan robbed you this moment. Anybody else? Thank God my yesterday's gone. It's gone. Anybody else? Though my sins are forgiven. Oh, I've been washed by play for just a moment. If you slip up your hand and say, church, I, just, I need your prayers this morning. Maybe you can't step out for some reason. I don't know what it is. But you'll slip up your hand and say, remember to pray. I won't embarrass you no way. God bless you, everybody else. God bless you. As these are praying this morning, we just bow your heads and pray with them this morning. Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today thanking you today. 
for your spirit today we felt today, Father. Father, we examine ourselves today, Father. We just pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we can leave here, Father, better than we came today. I pray for each and every individual that's here this morning, Father, praying in this, in, in this, in this altar service this morning, Father, that you would touch them today in a mighty special way, Father, today. Let your Holy Spirit, Father, just cover them this morning in your, in your spirit today, Father. We just thank you so much today, Father, for what you have done for us. We pray for those that raised their hands today, Father. We pray for those, Father, today that just may be facing problems. These young people today, Father, that you will touch them in a special way. Father, tell them their hope today in you today, Father. We love them so much, we know that you do. Father, we love you today. We love you today. And Father, thank you for this service. Thank you for these singers. Thank you for John and his daughter that's come today and sung your songs today, Father. Thank you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we believe today. Amen. with him. Wouldn't you hate to miss this this morning? <laughs> 